Welcome to Writing the Wrong Way. This is a podcast for serious writers who want to develop their skills in artistry and stand out in a crowded industry by taking intelligent, creative risks. I'm your host, Jonathan Ball. I hold a PhD in literature. I'm the author of uh, numerous books, and I take a very analytical approach to art making, emphasizing both efficiency and experimentation. This episode is part two of a episode where my guests and I ate a lot of really crazy hot sauce on, uh, you know, some chicken wings while we talked about editing anthologies. So, uh, my this is the second part in the first episode. It's at jonathanball.com/slash/twelve if you haven't already heard it. This is the second part where we have you know five more sauces, three of which are actually you know crazy crazy hot sauces one of them uh, dave's insanity sauce is you know at one point was the hottest hot sauce on earth and uh, now you know it has been superseded we actually have like two hotter sauces plus that one in the later you know part of this episode um so uh if you go to jonathanball.com slash 13 you'll find all the show notes for this particular episode so that's jonathanball.com slash 13 the guests here, of course, are Adam Petrash and Darren Ridgely, uh, the um, editors, co-editors of the Parallel Prairies Anthology. And then the other guest is Keith Kedju, um, one of the co-editors of the Shadow of Reportion, Maine. What's number six? Yeah, oxygen is the thing. Unfortunately, you're talking. So... <laughs> <laughs> so. You gotta Matooks, be good awesome. time. This is good. Which one? Matooks. Matooks. Oh, I hear a lot about this Matooks. Okay. What do you mean by good? <laughs> <laughs> so what was the hardest part of the whole process for you guys? I found just like it was way more work than I expected. Like, like honest, I was also on a time crunch because we kind of had this date before we even had one page of a manuscript. Yeah. But um, I found like the time crunch and just it being a... It was much. I was envisioning like a 120 page manuscript or something. We end up with like almost 300 pages. Like it's ridiculously long. We end up writing 80 pages of like framing text to like position the poems and stuff. So it just was way more work than I had anticipated, especially given that I had a co editor that I thought was going to take all this work. Like he was yeah. doing a lot of work too. So, you know, I can't even imagine what it'd be like to have done it all myself. Yeah. It, w- it was a much bigger project than I had anticipated as well. <clears throat> especially going in but what I found the toughest was um, keeping all the balls in the air keep it, keeping everybody answering me um, making sure the stuff was being submitted in enough time to to look at it and, and put it in our own layout and uh, like you had said like with the order like we they didn't adjust the order on our on our end we we were pretty much in control of that but we were constantly trying to figure that out and then not knowing like is is this final edit? Is this how long it's going to be? Because you're going to fuck up our page count. Um, it, w- it was more that it, w- it was keeping everybody on, on the same one. page, basically. And, um, this one's nothing. Wrangling like, everybody. The Louisiana was hard in this. <coughs> no, it's not. No, for real. This yeah. is just sometimes yeah. the sausage don't hit you. Like this. This is like though, the start right? of your your haunted house podcast, where you're like <laughs> openly mock the ghosts. <laughs> oh, it's gonna get and then. So yeah, you're openly. I found number four sauce. of the hottest so far. Honestly, that one didn't bug me either. And I, I don't appreciate you always looking over at me. <laughs> <laughs> 
the, the listener <laughs> can't there. the listener can't see this, or maybe yeah. they will if the video feed is working. The video every works, wing, so. Adam has looked at me with this Cheshire grin. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've been that dreading. was tasty. I this like this. Good. It does taste good. Cheshire is really nice. Macuta is really good flavor. I told you, ebb and flow. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I see. You, you can't go oh, the break. Oh, bam, bam, bam. You, you're tapering us off. Like yeah. you, we, you got us good and drunk, and now you're going to give us a bump. You know, even us out. Take us in. Nice. So you're not necessarily going like up every wing. No. Okay. So I'm having flowing so that we actually have content to speak. <laughs> for me, that's true. For me, I think the the worst thing it's just it's the worst part of of every job like this, which is the final editing push. Yeah. This is your last chance. We need you get, tomorrow. You get you get <laughs> okay. two, you get two or three more days to go over this thing line by line and find everything that's wrong with it. And then you're going to send in those final edits and spend the rest of the time until the book comes out worrying that there's some god-awful thing you didn't see. Yeah. That's why it's just best not to look at the book again. Oh, well, I, just I, never, I, I never do. I, I learned that early on in my um, reporting career because what can you do? Paper's yeah. out. Yeah. There's no fixing it now. Sometimes people ask me, like, oh, do you go back and read your books? I'm like, no. I mean, I mean, yeah, you you, you got to fix it. You got to print a correction. You got to do, do your due diligence. But, like, there's no point in, you know... I, you know, to sit there and go and look for your own, <laughs> look for your own errors yeah. the next day because it's just people will let you know. Don't worry about it. You don't have to yeah. go hunting for it. That's the thing too. Like if there's really a big error, someone will tell you, and yeah. then you'll find you don't need to go hunting. Yeah. It just it just <laughs> seems, it, just, it seems very masochistic to be like, ah, where is it? Where's the thing yeah. I didn't yeah. spot because I was sleep deprived. <laughs> but also, I think that like Darren and I, because we are being, for lack of a better word, a spokesperson. Or spokespeople for all these writers. We are very adamant about everybody. Yeah, we, story we, we correct. Yeah, we yeah. wanted we wanted to do right by our contributors. I, I had a thing where a lot of it was being reprinted, so I was always consulting the originals, and then I would consult like what the authors had sent me, and sometimes they would send me different versions. And so my question was, sometimes like, well, did they change it, and they mm. want to like publish a newer revised version or did they send me an old draft right because I don't even have because the thing is if you go through your book right like like I, I had this problem and I had to send something the other day to somebody where it's like I don't even have the final version on my computer because it's all in like a PDF at the publishers yeah. right yeah. or like is there some other weird issue right or you know and then like formatting weird formatting things like I was dealing with poetry where it's like Okay, like we got to now take this two-page thing and fit on one page or something weird, yeah. or like, can we reflow this this way? Like, just like yeah, like that kind of. Um, as you say, you really want to do right by the author. You're kind of like you know you're dealing with the publisher, not them. But you might have a question. You're sometimes an intermediary in that way too. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. So number, this is a bit more complex question. So what's the how bad is the sauce that you got lined up? <laughs> Well, it's Matuks again. Okay. Calypso sauce. It's probably gonna be crazy. Is it gonna be like the other time you had like two in a row, and it's like, no, this one's fucking (laughs) insane. The first one's like, it's a bit hotter. Big deal. It's It's really flavorful. It's a bit hotter. Well, Uh, after this, it gets scary. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, here's the question seven. Uh, So, it's a bit more of a complex question in terms of like what considerations went into selecting the work. So when you're so so you get so I like you to if you could use an example. Um, if you don't, if you feel comfortable doing this, like, so like why did you actually accept like something? You know, you're looking at a piece. You don't have to use like, specific examples if you don't want to. But, like, 
it'd be like why you, you get a submission or you like have even request a submission if somebody sends you something now you're looking at it and figuring out are am i going to put this in the anthology so like what are the considerations um that's the kind of like and, and if you could give like a really specific example like why did you like like i would be so if you, if you don't feel comfortable talking about somebody else like then talk about my work like why did you accept the piece i sent you <laughs> you know okay. if you don't want to throw anyone else yeah. out of the so, bus that's fair so using your work as an example i i <coughs> the number one thing that a story can do to make me accept it is is be evocative in some way it doesn't have to be profound it doesn't have to be heartbreakingly sad it doesn't have to scare me but it has to do what it's setting out to do you know there are stories that i accepted or that i advocated for the acceptance of for this anthology where uh, they were meant to be funny, and they actually made me laugh. So yeah. good, good enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and your story, uh, it it drew something out of me in in its final moments. You know, it was it was uh, meaningful. It it made me feel something to read it, and that's better than you get from a lot of stories that you read. Yeah, you know, I'd agree. It, I mean, for me personally. It was more so about, like, it doesn't matter if you drop all of these Manitoba landmarks Mm -hmm. or these Winnipeg locations, but, like, the overall feel, right? Because, like, we're all lived here long enough or we're from here. We've been here and we've been here long enough that, you know, Manitoba has a certain feel as opposed to other provinces, right? So, Mm -hmm. like, if I got one of those feelings from the stories I was like yes this fits the anthology yeah why might you read well I'll keep maybe yeah. okay, okay. I want to ask a couple follow-ups inside this one but this sauce is really tasty too I don't find this Ooh. one hot either but it's really tasty yeah. Yeah. Buddy. Yeah, it's, it's good it's good it's better than the hot ones model of going yeah it's harder than the last one but we, would, we wouldn't be talking so you don't have to use my example but like mm-hmm. but like why might you would have accepted work like you know it, <coughs> what I found kind of along the lines of what you, you use the word advocate the more stories I advocate for the acceptance of what I found was because I had a co-editor I was like okay I gotta convince this guy why so I, so it, it was like part of the selection process was like do I want to like mount a defense <laughs> like like do I really care that much about this piece we did. We did. We did. Yeah. We did. I mean, I'm a, I'm a reflexive defender of my positions, so I was always like lawyering for things with Adam all the <laughs> yeah. time. But what I mean was, like, if you didn't have a co-editor, you wouldn't have to start to do that, right? Like, you still just talk to like your likes, your dislikes. Yeah. I found like with the co-editor, it really helped me think through like, well, why did I like it? How am I going to explain how I liked it? Yeah. That kind of thing. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Hundred percent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think like you said that even if if you were to strip all the Manitoba landmarks, there's there's a feel there. And so I had mentioned that you you and David sort of pulled our concept out of the fire by create like doing the those forward and afterward that more cohesively identified like what's the Winnipeg thing about these stories because they aren't all they aren't all identifiably set in Winnipeg, but they have a feel. <clears throat> And so that was very, that was our guiding principle. Is like, do do they have this this feeling or this tone mm-hmm. that we were all thinking of? And it was something too, like where with my co-editor, like if there were ones that I didn't quite feel it, he he was able to explain why he did. And so we would have that that back and forth of like I would fight for ones to stay in, and he would fight for other ones to stay in. And the, the mere fact that if if the other person can't defend it, then it should be in there. Yeah. Ultimately, we had to prove to each other why we wanted a story. Yeah. 
Sure. And, and we, we also had a, a, a scope to consider where we could have easily filled the entire book with stories that were just based in Winnipeg and full of Winnipeg landmarks and references, but we wanted to get the entire province in there, and so it was important to have representation from a lot of different voices, um, urban and rural alike. Um, you know, there are uh, urban stories, rural stories. Uh, we have LGBT representation in the book, which is great. We have um, indigenous, indigenous voices in the, yeah. in the book. Um, and, and, you know, Sheldon Burney wrote a rural story. I wrote a rural story because my experience growing up in Manitoba is in Killarney, which is like 2,300 people. <clears throat> and my, my family all grew up in towns much smaller than that. And so I grew up with this very kind of um, rural Gothic sensibility where my story is actually based on a paranormal experience my grandfather had where he chased an animal into a shed and then cornered it in the shed and it had vanished out of thin air. Um, hmm one of many because they were very kind of like mystical kind of pseudo Catholics and thought that they saw ghosts everywhere um, and so I, I wanted it to be a, a not strictly urban anthology because there's way more country in Manitoba than there is city and we were able to do that successfully I think too sure so you're thinking about the representation of not just like maybe types of Diverse people, but like the province. Yeah, if you're talking about right. Yeah, I had a really specifically weird structure in terms of like selection because the concept of our anthology was it's experimental poetry that is using humor techniques. Whether it's funny or not, is using these particular because I noticed that like even though experimental poetry has this reputation for being unfunny and like academic and dry. Um, which it sometimes is, um, but it often will use like actually techniques that are common or drawn from humor or parallel humor in some way. Uh, and I find some of it funny, but some of it's not, but it has these techniques. So what we ended up doing ultimately with the structure of our book was every, we like write a page like explaining how each thing fits into that. Uh, so part of our section process is also like, well, do we have something to write about? Like, can we explain like how this actually fits into the anthology? So you guys aren't doing that. You got a more normal anthology structure. We were kind of yeah. thinking like, as maybe this could be a textbook um, in a university classroom. So it's a bit different kind of marketing <laughs> concern in some ways. But that, then that kind of like became part of the selection process. Is like okay, an well, academic this, approach. Yeah, an academic approach, and like how does it fit into our thesis? <laughs> you know, yeah. almost. Uh, and we're like selecting things partially for that reason. Or, you know, rejecting things because we can't quite... It's too similar to another thing. Um, or it's too, you know, whatever. Um, what about just reasons you might have rejected things? You don't have to give examples in that particular instance. But, like, are, were, like, things you saw, like... We, we were inviting most people, so I didn't have a whole lot of rejecting to do. Ooh, okay. Um, for us, like... As with any... But who accepts submissions, I would say there was some poor writing. There was things that were very loosely based on being in Manitoba and some things where you just didn't get that evocative feeling that Darren was touching on earlier, right? Mm -hmm. And if they didn't have that, that's when we would projected yeah there, there were stories that came were in on the shorter end which is fine there are some shorter pieces in this anthology but they were shorter because they didn't do the work that they needed to do to be fully fleshed out yeah really good sure um, yeah. 
or or they there were some that were kind of taking some creative liberties in terms of formatting, or they had uh, kind of odd elements to them that didn't really fit with a, a structure, a, the structure that we wanted as well. Um, and I mean, yeah, I guess take your take your chance if you want to take your chance if you have a different idea in mind for how you want to format a short story, but. I mean, that's a tough sell. Yeah, and they just didn't feel fully formed. That fits a really important thing in, like, a book anthology, you know, I find. I find even just when I do my own books, like we were talking about before the podcast, like, fit becomes such a consideration. You sometimes are taking things out because maybe they're excellent, but they don't fit, Yeah, you know, or, or, you know, for whatever reason, they just don't fit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're... I think the only stuff we encountered was more like, uh, yeah, something that's just not quite up to the level. Like the, the level of the writing is not is not quite there, and so like the kinds of mistakes are like it's it's longer than it needs to be. Like it, like there there's an awful lot of words here that aren't doing any work, or stuff that was meant to be sh- shocking for no reason, like gore for the sake of gore. And like okay, that's yeah, something yeah. that yeah. for me for horror is like a big. Like it, it's just a head shaker. Like you, you quite quickly. Like I get, I get like a grimace. I just read it. Yeah, and it's just it, it pulls you out of it more than brings you into the story. And so there was stuff like that, but like a lot, a lot of the stuff that that didn't make it in was actually uh, overly long. And when presented with, you got to bring it down, and there was no bringing it down, so it was it was out. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> let's. As you, I'm kind of afraid to go to the next question because it's such. A, it's, it's supposed to be a real. These are the, I know these last three are the big. These jumps. Are the, this is where we all die. Yeah. <sighs> well, I'm just gonna. Okay. Well, I. I um, you can just nibble it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna clean the wings. And you. You know, isolate, anyway. isolate that quote and put it at the I'm top. I'm impressed yeah. by the way, Darren, yeah, that just you, uh, out of that's your new sign off. Yeah. Like, uh, just what's that? Just like that? Just, just <laughs> you can just nibble it. <laughs> that's like the that's like episode title. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm probably, I just want to point out how impressed I am that Darren, the neophyte of hot sauce, has you know eaten eight, what, yeah. seven wings already? Seven? Yeah, seven. Although honestly, I assume to me only one of them has really been hot before. Yeah, the well, habit the habanero one was the only really yeah, hard one. And I had a harder time with the one. Well, I mean, it's going to shift right now. Guys, I'm glad you guys feel that way. Because <laughs> there's a bonus wing. <laughs> oh, I that's this, right. I mean, this one-upsmanship is like a very benign, a very benign example of toxic masculinity. <laughs> and no, I'm, I'm we're engaging, toxic. And, and, and I'm, toxic I'm, engaged, I'm engaging in that by by resolutely not backing down. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the good kind of toxic masculinity where like. You, you are actually toxifying your own self right, <laughs> rather right, than right. somebody else around you. It, it's just the harmless <laughs> one where people can watch you suffer. You know, it's yeah. fine. Um, the question I have, like, move, as you move into this, you know, first of the crazy ones is just a broad question about uh, genre itself. Like, what do you like? What do you like about the genre? Like, why speculative fiction? Why horror? Mm-hmm. You know. Um, what is the thing that, like, just in the first place, drew you to that broad, like, I guess, say, category for an anthology? Uh, for me, like, looking at experimental fiction. Actually, I want to eat a wing before I have to ask the question. I should, I should be suffering while I answer a question. Uh, I think um, I'm going to try this first one of the final. Box the Who wants to go gonna, first? I don't have the answer first. I'm going to fight to Balrog here, and but I'm probably not going to go on to Vega. I'm so get the last one. shit. And if you got that <laughs> reference, we saw so, friends. What, what sauce yeah. is this? That's the, the, the Rebel. This is 
Dave's, Dave's Insanity. Okay, I've been looking forward to eating this Dave's Insanity sauce. God. This is the guy who does the hot I'm not gonna sauce. Touch, I'm not going to touch this with my bare fingers. <laughs> so again, the question yeah, again is just um, what kind of, like what draws you to the genre in the first place? Like what's the things you like, or even just the things you're sick of maybe that you kind of wanted to get around? Um, unpopular opinion, but I got sick. Holy shit. <laughs> Whoa. Should I eat first As before a I answer? <laughs> yeah, eat before you answer. <coughs> At least one bite. <coughs> Holy fuck. <laughs> That's pretty spicy, man. Oh, man. <coughs> tap, 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 tap. <laughs> it doesn't taste like anything at first. And then... No, just kind of... I don't... I'm hiccuping now, so... I can see through time. I didn't eat any. I got so I got I splashed some on my finger and licked it off. Oh, and I'm done. <laughs> no, there's two more. Um, for you is. Oh, <laughs> I'm really hiccuping now. There's a lot of people who do Camlet well. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. And I had started in Camlet <laughs> writing short stories. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But as I got as getting worse and worse. Oh, as I developed as a writer, oh I found that genre is where I could tell the stories best and more interestingly. And it's only unpleasant. Oh my god. <laughs> All of them. Terrible. All of them from this point. Holy shit. Uh, <laughs> and you can't Fuck you, Adam. <laughs> you what can't a stupid idea I had. Uh, Holy shit. Our That's partnership crazy. has ended. <laughs> Holy fuck. So I kind of answered that question next. It doesn't even feel hot, weirdly. It's just like strangely painful. Like, you don't actually even feel the heat. Cuts in the mouth. Holy balls. Holy shit. Holy balls. <laughs> uh, what, meat. what was the question? <laughs> what do I like about what genre fiction? fiction? Yeah, like what's draws you to it in the first place? <sighs> Holy shit. <laughs> I you know what like opening in my mouth and closing is worse. I uh, I think that it is it's Ability to it's down a little bit. <laughs> it's ability to provide instruction or illumination without being preachy. You know, we think about it as speculative fiction today, but what we're talking about is myth. Holy <coughs> Jesus Christ! And myth is a vehicle through which you can convey timeless lessons or insights into human nature and human existence. <laughs> Motherfuckers! <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> As I hold, oh, oh my fucking god! <laughs> In store through stories that are exciting and relatable to people. <laughs> oh, it's exciting! <laughs> Speculative fiction kind of disguises the pulpit, and I appreciate that about it. Well, thank you for having a much better answer than me, because you just took a little lick. Just a little lick. <laughs> there, now that's your that's episode title. You can just nibble it a little. <laughs> Just nibble no. it a little. I'm like trying to get I this answer out. I don't know, like, 
I'm not touching the rest of this one. You won't. You couldn't get me to do it. I'm out too. Put nope, put put, put, put the bullet right in my. Is it actually gonna get hotter? Okay, so all the answers are gonna be coming from Keith and Darren. From now That's on. true. I have to go to the bathroom. Can <laughs> I not touch my penis? Is that like not a good idea? That's probably not a good idea. You should be like, oh, wash your hands. <laughs> take a napkin. Yeah. Just give me your throw. dick and some milk. <laughs> 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 Yeah, I ate the wing tip, and then I licked the little drop on my fingertip, oh, and now shit. I'm... I'm, like, crying, but I'm afraid just to, like, wipe the tears <laughs> yeah, off, you know? Because... Don't touch well, your eyes. You, you very obviously have sauce at the corner of your lips that you're going to have to contend with. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, Thank you for answering that so well. Well, I don't know. I, I, my, oh. my, my anthology, I'm more interested in genre now than in experimental poetry. But I'm very experimental writing. Oh my god! <laughs> just because to me, like, <clears throat> I didn't puke bucket. I guess it's just like, why would anyone do this? Yes, me to listen. To me, what's fascinating? I'm really interested in uh, whether it's a genre or literary or whatever. You know, literary is just a genre, but like whatever genre you want to look at. I'm really interested in things that are breaking rules or unusual and just kind of taking very un, you know extreme forms. I'm just really interested in extreme forms. Like this, like the, the genre. I did a horror story like a kid that's talking about this anthology, this little mini anthology that's limited edition that's coming out that, about the stories wrote in the haunted house. Like mine is this kind of weird poetry, horror. Like it's, it's almost like a series of poetic lines um, and like it's a horror ghost story so like I'm really interested in like just the weird this this mashup and blending of like experimental uh, approaches to fiction and poetry it's kind of calming down now it's not so bad but I, I don't know I just always I, to me it's like it's just ex- you read so much stuff like I read a hundred books a year or whatever right like you read so much stuff you see so much things that, like there's a misperception like if you don't read a lot or, are, or you're not a writer I don't know if you guys get this like, my family like if it's if somebody wants to give me a present, they give me a book. Well, I don't want to read that fucking book. Like, they think you read, you like every book, you know, yeah, because yeah, yeah. you're a writer. But you really like no books. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, your taste gets so rarefied. And so, to me, like, I've just always been really interested in that experimental work. But then, my anthology is not a genre, but, like, I'm getting more and more. I'm, I've always been fascinated with horror, specifically. And, like, other speculative fiction as well, but... Horror and weird fiction, and, and I like I say, like you mentioned before, and like I always see myself, I actually see myself as my joke is always like that I think I'm a horror writer, but nobody else agrees with me. Well, um, I agree with you. I agree with you. Well, you That's know, one. like those are my influences. You know, like, yeah. even if it's even if the piece I'm working on isn't necessarily, my tears are like. They feel hot. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know just what I mean? It's gonna, get, it's gonna <laughs> get worse. My ears are popping. Like, just just crying pure caps through my skull. It certainly definitely on? goes like a peak at a troll though. Like I don't feel too bad yeah. right now. Like it's not great, but I feel like if you had asked me that question now, I'd be okay and I'd nail it. But I, yeah. Yeah. I, I think that for me, like I even know what I said. As, <laughs> I, as I've gotten to know writers and be in writing groups and, and meet these people, I feel like the uncultured swine of the group because I got into speculative fiction and I got into into I guess all fiction through in the beginning practically anything but books. Um, TV and movies and comic books. I mean, those are books, but okay. Yeah. Uh, video games, anime, but not really novels until I was well into my adult years because 
I got through them. I got through my teenage years with a with a controller in my hand. And then when I became a reporter, I thought, okay, well, I need to know about current events. I need to know about government. So I would read all these nonfiction books. I'd read all these like social philosophy, whatever books. And I wasn't reading fiction. And now, and now um, that I'm writing genre fiction, I meet people, and they're constantly saying, "Oh, have you read so and so? Have you read this novel? Have you read this collection? Did you check out this?" And and I go, "No, I haven't. (laughs) Yeah, I haven't read any of these people ever." I used to read everything. Doesn't mean you don't love the genre. No, I used to know everything, and now I know nothing because, like, I don't. I have these kids, you know. I, you know, like, I, I don't. Damn know, I, don't I don't. I don't watch television. Like, I don't have channels. I don't go to see movies anymore. Like, I don't. I read a lot of books, but you know, it's like I could do one thing, and I picked reading. No, sorry, so on the why we like the genre. Yeah. Okay. I would like to jump in since take a, take a swing. <laughs> since since no, you took a bathroom break. Right. And, right. and I'm back. <laughs> I'm back. Cover um, your bathroom. <laughs> he wasn't able to touch his dick, so like, no, the bathroom was covering. Yeah. <laughs> Did my best. <laughs> There's a bathtub. Yeah, your bathroom. <laughs> There's a bathtub, yeah. Um I've always so yeah, I've always I've always been drawn to to horror. And I wonder like when I was a kid, I, I, I was a super... I don't, I don't know. Like, I think there's the perception that horror writers are immune to scary stuff. And for me, I think it's the opposite, that I am a little bit of a... Like, especially when I was a kid, I was, fucking, I was afraid of everything. Um, and now I've, like, I'm more desensitized to it in that I've seen more things. Uh, but I am still, like... I, I, I still sometimes wake up in the middle of the night and be like... I'm still thinking of the ghost from the garage. I'm not gonna be able to fall asleep, <laughs> nice. kind of thing, right? Yeah. So, I think uh, I gravitate to it because I I am still afraid of those things, and I, I I for some reason really like to explore that feeling. Still, I still like to be afraid. I still like get delving into like why am I creeped out by that or like this is really creepy. I'm gonna really dive headfirst into it. Um, and just as I've read more and more widely in, uh, in the genre, I think what I really like about horror and, and other genres too, that, like you were saying, that, that they cannot, they can get into social issues. They, they can they can do it without being preachy. But there's also yeah the, this ability to tackle the bigger questions. And for horror, it's it's the uncomfortable questions. That's always what's being posed. And that's like I I like delving into those. Like I I like being uh, uh, challenged with the idea of like is humanity good? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And exactly. uh, horror is the place where that actually gets explored, or or, or the 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 cosmic question of like is is there nothing? Um, is it better for there to be nothing or to there for? there would be something bad and like that that is sort of where i tend to gravitate to and that that's horror like the horror and weird fiction and the unsettling feelings like that's that's sort of where they live and i i feel better being able to explore those than leaving them unspoken my um ninth question is just would you do another anthology like and if so like what would you do differently this time you know like knowing what you know I'm toying with I'll I'll eat a wing I guess fucking which wing really really? this is number nine so this is is this a scorpion pepper one that you had yeah this is the Aubrey D scorpion rebel hot sauce now this isn't my scorpion peppers but um, I do have a scorpion peppers sitting over there is this 
Just it, this it. is hotter. On a, on well, how like that last one? This one is, did I have sauce in this one? That last one here is pretty. Is like, that so, is there sauce in that? Yeah, there's sauce. Yeah, there's. Can you not see? I can't. I mean, I don't want a lot of sauce. I just want to make sure I'm not wimping out. Tap, tap, tap. For the record, no, you guys. Darren Keith, take one bite. Just a little nibble. No, I barely touched that last one. That's fine. So you can barely touch this one too. Nope. You have a full glass of milk, sir. I've drank too much milk. That's my problem now. Whatever. I well, me and Adam are still in it. These guys are. Yeah. Okay. Well, you guys can. Jonathan and Adam are the real men to start the with. They are. Oh, no, 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 no. So man. No. It's just that we keep. I don't. I make me make a commitment before. Yeah. I feel like I can't talk about it because it's my idea. Yeah. And I, Adam, I have. I feel. And I own all these people. hot sauces, so. Yeah. So but I feel you, you have to do what you were getting into. I knew what I was getting into. Like Sean Evans, you have to do it. It's your job. Yeah. <laughs> and my job in this case. Oh. But yeah, like I just want to like it, it, would you ever do another anthology? And if so, like what would you do differently this time? Yeah. I think I would. Um I I would be more um I would be harsher in my my selection or what I was setting out to do like so uh, the, the list was not quite as open. <laughs> I don't know she's not. That was, that was the sound of Adam dropping his his wing on after just one wait. bite. And was this a creeper? J- Jonathan is clearing cleaning. See, it, it seems fine so far. Oh. Um, I definitely would do it, but just I'm glad with, you're happy. with the other anthology, the the call for submissions was was not very open. Like we very much approached people that we already knew and that were sort of involved in this de facto writing group. Um. And I, I would do it more openly and thus exert tougher you know, the control. I feel like that just didn't have sauce on it. <laughs> like enough. You said it did, but I feel like it didn't. Like I don't feel anything. Really? You, you've got another sauce I'm just, I'm just waiting for the bomb to drop. Yeah. I'm waiting for the, the realization. One? Yeah, because yeah, there's two so more. Sad, you can I have two feel, more. I feel ill. Really? You <laughs> need to not be standing behind See, me. I feel like yeah. I just, I mean, I feel like it's going to hit me. I'm probably, probably just you know, like I've had too much milk. I probably shouldn't say it's gonna hit you after the second one has been consumed. Yeah. Well, I'm not gonna eat the whole second one. I don't think. Um, but yeah. I ate I ate one first one. I just let the record show. Yeah, yeah we. I'm, I'm enjoying the the orange stain around you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's definitely a hot one stain that you can see as it goes on. Yeah. Um, um, yeah I don't feel as yeah, no, uh, I th- I think we did do an open call out, but I think that if we were to do another anthology. Um, in this vein, we would probably expand the scope so that we capture a bigger geographic area and therefore more writers Ooh. so that we can... There um, it is. No, I still don't think it's... Sorry. Yeah, so, so, the, so that we have a larger pool to draw from. Not that we didn't have a good pool in just Manitoba, but it is limited. And if we did another one the exact same way, we're going to get most of the same people. Yeah. Um, so we would probably expand the scope in, into a larger region, have a bigger pool to draw from, and therefore a, a much more kind of distilled list of people to actually put in the book. We can... We can <laughs> See, I'm, I'm fine. I actually... The, I yeah. ate the second... You guys watched me. I and, ate the second... Yeah, he ate it. And we're in the stage yeah, where Adam it's is just, just like it's furiously hot, it's rubbing not, an ice like, cube on his tongue. It's nothing yeah. like the previous one. Oh, I disagree. Why? <laughs> okay, so I said I, I said this last That's week. That's actually not bad, yeah. I said this last week. It's starting to creep up a little bit. I said, look, evolution does these things on purpose. Yeah. The the pepper is that hot because you're being told by nature not to eat it. And only human beings, only human beings alone in creation would go, I'm going to eat that anyway. Like, that's the only ones who would not. These are the scorpion peppers, this one. So, these scorpion peppers, 
they're Trinidad scurvy peppers. In Trinidad, they're considered inedible. <laughs> and people don't eat them, of course. They but they do grind them up and use them in paint, and they paint the hulls of boats so nothing grows on the boats. It's starting to kind of come in at me now. Like it's very slow build, like very Just slow. Wait. I shouldn't yeah. have had two eggs, <laughs> but I ate two eggs. It's gonna be twice as bad. Yep. Did you need some ice? It's actually really building now. Is that like it's starting to really come at me. <laughs> I still don't feel like it's as bad as a previous one. Yeah, the insanity song. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in, everybody. <laughs> Somebody's it's still it's still there. I think it's to... be, I think it's starting to settle down. Adam's really sweating it though. Yeah. <laughs> this is my threshold right here. See, to me, you look like when I eat my scorpion peppers, and I, I feel like this is it's kind of going up and down. Maybe because I had milk and a beta. It's starting to hit me. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's creeping into my sinuses. Yeah, yeah. It's just, it's it's not going away. Like, uh, I forget what the question was. Do you guys? Yeah, we were talking about what would you do another anthology? Would you do another anthology? Yeah, you expand the scope. You guys are talking. Yeah, we we would expand the scope and we would we would draw from a bigger pool of writers. Bring it into the larger prairie region if we could. But I think that also on on the kind of back end of it, we would like to have a little less. What's the word? Uh, a little less uncertainty. If this project is deemed a success, we want to be able to go to a publisher and say, uh, look, this works. We'd like to sign the deal now so that we can go forward knowing that we have a deal. And I don't know if that's actually a realistic goal. It's still better than the previous one. But uh, it's, it, it, I think it's kind of worth a shot because what I don't want to do is try go into a second volume and have all the same uncertainties. Will we get a deal? Are we going to be paying people out of pocket for nothing? Yeah, yeah. Um, blah, 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 blah. I would like to have something locked in before we even put the call out, if that can happen. Hurts. Nobody hurt. I feel like my spine knows everybody. Everybody is triaging themselves. I think my nose is bleeding. <laughs> yeah. I actually, we have like a battlefield uh, medic in yeah. here. You know, I don't even feel that bad to be honest. Like it's just like it's just like every once in a while it'll hit me. Stop! Stop breathing oxygen on your. You just gotta stop breathing. In, in, in through your mouth, out through your nose. Yeah, nope. like <laughs> I don't feel like that one's as bad cool as the previous waters one. Of mercy. It's not. It's not good. It's not good. I'm getting this. this I'm hitting like it's, it's like intermittently. It's like you're talking about uncertainty. Like intermittently, it just boom. It's really bad, and then it's like goes yeah. away, and it's boom. It's really bad. Yeah. Like your brain's trying really hard to. I'm block getting this signal. satanic Dave's wing off. It's not as bad. It's not as bad. <laughs> you know, honestly, I thought it'd it's hilarious. Hilarious. We need more milk, please. I've been thinking about another yeah. anthology and like maybe yeah. doing an anthology series, but I don't know. I, I'm still toying with it. I found it really enjoyable, but you know, just way more. I don't know. Like I, 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 I look at you guys as anthologies. And I'm like, you know, I like those ideas of the genre anthology. Mm -hmm. I think. I don't know. So I'm. I, don't know. I, I think I would do it. I think again, what I would do differently. I think I'd like to try one. Without a co-editor, Adam's just Adam's got like just the shakiest <laughs> pull of Adam is not okay, guys. He's the one who Adam is not pulled okay. the sauce out. You decided to have that sauce. I just want to put it on record. I'm, I'm doing this for the good of the podcast. Like people, yeah, I'm doing it for the children. This, this is going to be like the, we have like. Message. We have You're like right, you five. shouldn't touch when you go to the washroom. Make We have so like slow bills. Hachi, <laughs> That's why he's really a pain. 
Um, I don't want to. I have follow-up questions, but I won't ask them on the show. We still have like yeah. five unflavored wings. Who would like a nice honey garlic? <laughs> put a ranch. Put some ranch on it. Oh, nice ranch. Oh, yeah. um, Blue cheese. Yes, I would do another analogy. I think I said that though. I, I, I had some other things to say that I can't recall. I don't know if I want to go in the tenth wing. I, I got to tell you. Oh my god. <laughs> we will go to it. But you like, guys are... should we delay it for another minute or two? Holy shit. I, this, well, I'm gonna. <laughs> I was fine up until now. Yeah. I, well, anyway, what I was gonna say is like I think if I do another anthology series, I might. I think I'm gonna try. I think if I do another anthology, I think I'll try doing it without a co-editor. Uh, I liked working with the co-editor, but I think it, would, it might be fun to just like be a bit more autocratic in like just kind of thinking exactly what I want to do and exactly how I want to. Like, like you say, kind of more ruthlessly curate. Um, in a bit more of a focused and narrow way, but I don't know. I might just uh, change my mind if I do it one again. I'm not sure. Uh, my tenth question here, as Adam uh, tells us about this last, this is the last dab, right? So okay, this is the original last dab. So if you are actually a fan of hot ones, or you you know go to the show notes oh, and take a look on. at, <laughs> he's like, why would you show that? If you go to like, sorry, one second. Um, yeah, I just throw on paper towels. <laughs> this <laughs> table is a mess. <laughs> if you go to like, if you watch Hot Ones, they have their own branded sauces now. And this one's one of their, this is their final sauce. Or at least from previous season or something. It's called The Last Dab. It's, what's in this one again? Which one is in this? Is this Pepper X? This is Pepper X, yeah. So Pepper X, by the way, is like what? Explain what Pepper X is for the people who aren't fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> well, Pepper X is a hybrid by a gentleman. I believe his company is called Puckerbutt. And he, did, he was responsible for the Carolina Reaper. Well, he made something hotter than the Carolina Reaper, and it's Pepper X, and it's in this hot sauce. So this is the hotter than the hottest pepper in the world. Mm-hmm. Now, <laughs> it's tradition to Silence. Dab it. Not, I don't think we're going to do that. Silence. What do you want to do with these other ones, the, with, the, with the scorpion pepper your, stuff like, I brought? Just, Are you going to try it or not? Just plain wings at this point. I don't know. I don't know. I brought I brought these scorpion peppers. Let me tell a little mini story about these. I brought this. I don't think we need to eat them. Maybe we'll just throw it right in the garbage. Adam, Adam <laughs> is about to cry. I brought these scorpion peppers. So one day, let me just, we. I don't think we're going to use it because uh, these sauces are. I think after this is maybe. I don't think I want to have a hotter sauce. But I. But I, I may just like give it to any guys or something. But, For the record, I warned all of you. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, yes, you did. Let me tell you a story about scorpion. Well so the last advanced. sauce we had, this is hotter, supposedly. The last sauce we had was based on the scorpion peppers. Once I was driving down the street, and I fucking I see this kid with like a little, he's like a 12-year-old, 13-year-old kid. He's got a little green wagon. He's on the side of the road. He has a, a cardboard sign that says, hottest pepper in the world. <laughs> like three bucks, whatever it was. I'm like, what? I got to check this out. So I go over there, and I'm like, what are you guys talking about? He's got these little pepper plants in a little toy wagon I'm like what do you got there he's like it's, this is the scorpion pepper Trinidad scorpion pepper because it's the hottest pepper in the world which I knew at the time it was not but it was it had been yeah. so it was like the third hottest at the time or something so I'm like okay you know I'll try this thing out so I buy some plants and I grow them I just don't know where this kid got these plants and like sure enough it's fucking Trinidad scorpion peppers yeah. and when I um, 
I grew them when I started cutting them up. So you have to wear like gloves to cut them up because you know you'll get burns on your hands and stuff. And I'm like cutting them up, and my little like kid who's like two years old at the time like starts crying like in the other room because <laughs> like his feathers are so hot. So like I I mashed a bunch up into a paste. I've been eating them off and on for like the last couple of years, and like keeping them in the freezer when I'm not eating them. And it's fucking terrible, and I hate them so much. So I brought them here for us to eat <laughs> to use up the last of it. But I don't think we're gonna do it because we've actually probably had hotter sauce. We've had like we've had hotter sauce already, so we don't need to do it. My, this is apparently is like my eleven crazy hot. Why? What? We did it together. I'm calling the police. So <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to try it, so I gave him the slightest. So is this actually down. hotter than the previous ones? Because I didn't find that scorpion pepper that bad. Like it was, you know, in and out. Good for bad. you. Because <laughs> that was it for me. <laughs> um, this is a creeper. Okay, my last question is: What was it like? Maybe a loaded question for you guys. What was it like working with the coach? <laughs> like, do you like? What is your advice for doing it? You know, like how how do you make that a good process, or how do you get the most Can out of the process? Can I answer before I eat? If you want, I'd rather you answer as you're eating. As you're eating? It's not going to be an answer. <laughs> I kind of want to hear Adam's answer before I give my yeah. answer. <laughs> this is the last stop. Well, I can already taste that's going to be bad. <laughs> that is a look of dismay. <laughs> it has like a smell that I don't like. <laughs> I like the smell of it. Oh, oh shit. So, uh, uh, see, I don't feel anything yet, but I feel like this is gonna be a big creeper. Uh, oh yeah, it's starting to creep. There we go. Uh, it's got them. Oh god. Yep. Uh, and it's throws. Now it's really good. Working with Darren. Oh boy. Holy shit. Those inhibitors are down. Okay, okay. Okay, so. I'm just gonna chill out. Mind or I was touching on it a little bit earlier, and even before this podcast. But Darren and I are a good balance to each other. We're not too much alike. We're not too different. We're just this nice hot. Uh, nice hot team. <laughs> We're a hot team. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> my nose. <laughs> Why is this milk? Is it helpful? <laughs> I, it's not so bad now. It's kind of came down now. Maybe it's not that bad. No, now I can hear a whining noise. <laughs> I felt um, my nose where I stopped. I felt yeah. it in my ears. I haven't well, been eating wings for a while, and my nose has not stopped running. We're gonna Darren. It's really good. Oh, I can't talk. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm not too bad. Actually, I don't feel that one's that bad now. Yeah. Okay. Have some more. Hey, no, there you go. Uh, I'm just going <laughs> to wait. didn't even dab. Wait a second. <laughs> working, working with Adam was good. Adam was coming into the role of editor, kind of new to it. But the thing about that is that because Adam can write, Adam can edit. The, the, the point, the role that I took in, in terms of being the more experienced editor was just saying, this is how it goes. Like, there's nothing procedural that you don't already know if you're a writer because you just you know how to clean up copy, you know how to fix something. But it's like, this is how it goes. These are the frustrations that are to be expected. These are the things that we can expect other people to do, whether it's contributors, whether it's publishers. And let's just 
be cool <laughs> throughout this process. Yes, that was very helpful. There's there's a lot yeah. of times where something happens, and I could understand how if this is the first time you've ever you're ever dealing with it, it can be very stressful. But having dealt with every permutation of it over the last twelve years or so, it's just like mm-hmm. this is what happens. People are late. This is yeah. what happens. People email you when they're good and ready and don't really care that you would like to get this dealt with by the end of the day. This is what happens. And that's very much my attitude to, you know, my day job as well. Is people people come into their roles knowing what to do. What they don't understand is the nuances of the day to day. They don't understand the the shit that you gotta deal with. And so my I appoint myself as being the one who's gonna break them into the shit that they gotta deal with and kind of disabuse their notions that they have that might make them think that um, things are going to be easier than they actually are going to be, or that people are going to be, I don't know, <laughs> uh, that, that things will go more smoothly than they're going to be. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm the grizzled old like veteran who's like whittling all the time going like, let me tell you how it's going to be at the floor, at the front, <laughs> you know. I really hope the video of this turns out. You gotta, Adam is just you gotta oh, you gotta, the ice. You're, you're you're really, Jonathan's shaking his head. You're really was, missing a bad, lot. But the, <laughs> the, the seventh, the um, Dave's insanity sauce is still worse. You got, you, but you started eating that ice. I think the ice is what's doing it. <laughs> I didn't have enough. Yeah, I had a whole bunch. Why is this on my placemat? <laughs> <laughs> Devil sauce on my placemat. I don't think last dab is as, as bad as Dave's insanity sauce. Oh, you're having different reactions. I'll that? eat the other wing. I'll eat another wing with it. Oh, whoa! Just maybe, I, maybe you're right. I didn't get enough sauce. I'll it's just try. Sauce. I'll try another one. It um, is thicker. Um, oh, that looks a bit too thick. I'm not gonna have this whole wing though. But I'll try one more. Just a tremendous <clears throat> level of abuse. No. My thing with the, the I I did enjoy working with a co-editor, mostly because of what we already mentioned. It was more work than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And having another person to, to help deal with that was really good. But Dustin and I ended up working well together, which was a, a positive bonus. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. could have yeah. gone very badly. Because mm-hmm. like, like you were just saying, Darren, that uh, <coughs> there, there is some unpleasantness that you're going to have to deal with. And if, if, it's one, got terrible of, taste. if, if one of you can deal with it and the other one can't, then you can sort of balance each other out. I but if, like if both of you can't handle that stress or if both of you have like a, a need for control... Which, like, th- this was, like, an exercise in learning to sort of let stuff go and, and control as much as you can. But also just that, like, if, if you try too much to take on everybody else's responsibility... Nobody can say you didn't ask for it. You literally <laughs> asked for it. <laughs> oh, here we go. Uh. But yeah, it, I still don't think it's as bad as Dave's insanity. It's it's just not it's not good. It doesn't taste as good either. I gotta say, like it's just a horrible. Dave's insanity doesn't taste like anything. It's a horrible. No, it's it pain. It, had, it was just I, pain. Dave's insanity was it. absolutely the worst. It's way worse. This is not good, but Dave's insanity is way worse than this. But this one, you know, I don't find it as bad. For sure, Dave's insanity was the way. Well, you're the winner. <laughs> well, I'm the winner. Like what no you're doing now, I was doing with Dave's insanity. <laughs> We're all losers. Yep. <laughs> now I have an appreciation for my scorpion pepper sauce. I didn't like. Really? It's way better than this. Oh, oh really? God. These they sell this shit. 
they just sell it. it. They just sell it at the store. What a horrible fucking thing! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like some of them, like the Matukes, like they're delicious. Those were delicious. Really good. They're really yeah, good. Yeah, they were really <laughs> nice. Those were great. Sometimes these hot ones, you're like, let's remember why? the fun times, why guys. Is it hot? Yeah. <laughs> Think back. Holy God. Think back to 20 minutes ago. Think back to three sauces. And ago. even like we were all even the, the pain ones. The jalapeno one was really good. The jalapeno was delicious. The habanero yeah. still had flavor to it. It just. Oh, I didn't like that. It, the buildup was crazy. I actually prefer this to the habanero. I gotta really? say, yeah, it's not as hot, but like it was more pleasant or less pleasant. I find this this is like I don't know. Now I'm kind of rambling. I don't find know. Myself <laughs> thinking, <laughs> find myself thinking back pretty fondly on that jalapeno sauce. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, I like. Holy oh god, <clears throat> I'm so pissed off. No, Adam. Okay, so we've. I thought it would taste better. I was looking for this one. You guys, fucking you hot butts. <laughs> <laughs> we've, we've, we've collectively Ooh. gone through a four-liter jug of milk. Did we really? Adam, and Adam has now moved on to the milk that is ostensibly for his kids. It's <laughs> <laughs> <is> so true. <laughs> no cereal for you. Because I was getting up to dump my plate, and he's just like, oh, "More milk, God. please!" And it's the only milk we can get. So sorry. There, there's ice cream. I brought ice cream. Oh yeah, sorry, boys. Give me some oh, we're having cream. we're having ice cream after this, guys. Yeah. Oh. Uh, this is. You know what? I still think Davis and Santa is worse. Like this one isn't as bad. It's just that I hate two of them. But it's like, it's not good. That's for sure. Holy shit. Uh, you know what I think I would do differently if I like doing co-editing. I would, I would like have a co-editor that was more of an assistant. <laughs> <laughs> he did all the shit I didn't want to do. Very <laughs> good. And like then I could just do the fun things. And like I'd find some sucker who is like I guess that now that this podcast is over, yeah. it's, it's going to be harder to find. That. It's going to be harder to find. <laughs> I'll find some like sucker who like will just do all the heavy lifting and like deal with the authors because the worst is dealing with the writers. Even if you know they're being good individually. Collectively, it's not fun to deal with a bunch of other writers. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. True. It's just like you say, it's just too yeah, many. Yeah. Like, when's this email going to come in or whatever? When's this person going to contact me about this other person? <clears throat> you know. So it's just like a lot of like you say, balls in the air and like juggling. Mm-hmm. Oh. I mean, just the paperwork minutia of it. That's where I like a co-editor. It's really going to help, John. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. It's actually <laughs> yeah. getting worse. Keep, keep fanning your mouth. Is that <gasps> bad? Yeah. I guess because you didn't well, see, like, it, yeah. the best thing is if you just cut it's your tongue off. off. But <laughs> when I had you know, with the insanity stuff, it was getting air in my mouth. Like that was the worst part. Insanity stuff is. Still I mean, the best part worse. is that I'm sober now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Flat out. I should drink more whiskey. That's the real issue. There you go. <laughs> well, guys, this has been a eye-opening <laughs> but yeah like I was tearing up with the insanity one like I was crying basically like my tears were hot so like, they actually you felt hot for Christmas yeah, yeah <laughs> oh my god Base well the turkey I don't know guys <laughs> Use wow we got episode titles out the wazoo <laughs> the wazoo I don't know I mean, I'll, again I'm going to split this into I guess now that we're in episode three 13. So it's Jonathan Baldwin comes slash 13 for this, these show notes, or 12 for the other ones, or I don't know. Who the fuck knows? Are we directing the same one or something? But anyway, uh, 12 and 13. uh, I'll I'll put all the information about these hot sauces up there and all the stuff about Adam and 
Darren and Keith and um, you know you can get all these anthologies uh, off my website um, and uh, I really recommend them you know uh, I've got a lot of why poetry sucks you can you, to, to sell you <laughs> so, <laughs> but these you know if, you know if genre fiction is more your thing of course um, Shadow of Portugal is a great anthology. Yeah, Parallel Praise is really excellent. You know, uh, all these guys have work in them. I've got work in both anthologies. So if you like my uh, stuff, um, uh, I'm in Keith's as the intro, as he mentioned, but also Richard Crow is me. Um, uh, and then the Parallel Prairies has you know all, all Keith's work is in has uh, got a really excellent story in there. Darren and Adam both have some great stories in there. And, and I've got a sort of an odd little story in there as well. Uh, I don't know what else to say. Do you guys have any last words for your last will and testament? This is I mean, really just, yeah. I've never, never really enjoyed the last ten minutes <laughs> because for the last ten minutes, neither of you. Have you guys have any? No, I, I am standing behind my attack. You guys are very much. You guys yeah. should have gone though, because honestly, that was the worst one. These yeah. last two were not as. Or was it two? Did you tap up before Days of Sanity? No, I had Days of Sanity. We, taped, that was we tapped out at Days of Sanity. Sanity. The seventh, eight, nine, or is it eighth? <clears throat> eighth. Oh, eighth. so you guys, yeah, these last eighth. two were not eighth. as bad. To be perfectly honest. Ebbs and flows, guys. I'll, take, flows. I'll, I'll take your word for it. Yeah. <laughs> you should okay. have tapped out. But even that, we, well, Adam, <clears throat> make words. Darren, I respect, <laughs> I respect you for doing it in the first place. Thanks. I mean, not being a, you know, probably a fight. Adam. Ugh, yeah. Despite <laughs> the theatrics, <laughs> I was, you made it all the way through. You know, Keith is—he did it.